Arizona's Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling and Happy New Year 2022, eh? How is it for you so far? All good, I hope. It seems a hundred years since we last spoke, despite being just a fortnight. That's two weeks or 14 days for any American listeners. I still can't get used to the fact that over here, Fortnite is only a wildly addictive video game, not a unit of time. Much like, as I've mentioned before, saying half before a time, like, see you at half nine, it means nothing. You need to say 9.30, or frankly, you're going to end up having that coffee completely on your own. No one's showing up. Half nine? Does that mean I need to meet her at 4.30? It's a thing. Honestly, I was concerned Christmas was going to feel a little bit sad and lonely. No family. Again. Loads of friends away visiting their families. But, you know, it was lovely. And a lot of that was down to what happened on Christmas Eve. Now, if you don't follow me on social media, at Walker Sam on Twitter, Sam Walker Radio on Instagram, or of course on our Facebook group, Sam Walker's Desert Diaries, then you will not know about an incredible woman who I have never met called Tanya, who frankly made our Christmas. It was late at night on December the 23rd here in Arizona when I got a Facebook message from Tanya explaining that she'd been listening to Desert Diaries after enjoying another podcast that I made last year called American Vigilante. Very different beast, as I'm sure you know. If you haven't listened, do give it a go. But Tanya explained that she too was separated from her family due to COVID. They lived in Queensland, Australia, and she was in Western Australia, which you might know is closed even to the rest of the country. And in fact, she lives in Perth, where yet my mum lives. I read on as Tanya explained that she hated the thought of my mum being on her own for Christmas, and she hated that she wouldn't have anything to open on Christmas Day. It's impossible to even send parcels to Australia right now. Unbelievably, it's closed to anything but express mail, which, as I discovered, is shorthand for really, really expensive mail. It was going to cost me more than $100 just to send my mum a book. Impossible, right? Well, Tanya said she wanted to do something for my mum, to bring her a bit of Christmas joy in the face of adversity. And to cut a long story short, and you can read more about it at facebook.com slash desert. Tanya not only drove out to the shops and bought my mum a bottle of champagne, she then chose and gift-wrapped a number of presents for her and delivered them all along with a card. The look on my mum's face, which again you can see on Facebook, oh, made my Christmas. To wake up to those pictures on Christmas Eve, Tanya... I know I've said this to you already, but you cannot begin to imagine what that meant to me. Thank you. Thank you for your kindness. I hope with all the stress and the drama that still surrounds so many of us, Tanya's kindness inspires you like it inspired me to go and do something kind for someone else. Pay it forward, eh? So yeah. We floated into Christmas on a wave of wine and mince pies with big smiles on our faces. And for the next few days, we ate and drank and played games and went for walks and watched movies and all the things that if you're lucky enough, you also got to enjoy for your Christmas if you celebrate it. One thing to point out, and I say this as I get a lot of messages asking me if it still feels weird to be hot at Christmas. 
Arizona. It's not like Dubai or Australia or Thailand or wherever here during the winter. It's actually pretty nippy. In fact, not only was there a fair bit of rain over the holidays, when I say fair bit, I do mean about three days and it's probably now not going to rain until February. But one day I did notice that the temperature here in Arizona was the same as the temperature in Manchester. 16 degrees. Yeah. Now, again, I know that that was unseasonably warm for Manchester and this week here in Arizona, we are back to all day sunshine in temperatures in the low 20s, which ain't bad for January, eh? But it's not sunbathing weather by any stretch of the imagination. And it's going to be a while till we get our swimming costumes back on. I'm talking weeks here. (laughs) Our holidays were also considerably brightened by the arrival of a very old friend of mine, Dave Goodman, originally from Heald Green in Greater Manchester. We worked at the BBC together for a few years before he set off to work first in Amsterdam and now Geneva, where he's been for the last decade. And it occurred to me, he is the first person to come and visit us since 2019. The first person from home to come to our house and have a cup of tea. And you know, I think that's what's been so hard. Imagine you set off on this big adventure and you're glad you're doing it, but not to be able to share it with anyone in your life outside your immediate family. Well, that has been, to coin a British phrase, rubbish. Of course you want other people to share in your joy and excitement and Zoom calls from the desert doesn't quite cut it. Let's be real here. So thank you, Dave, and may you please be the first of many visitors in 2022. And what a time we had. Dave is a big fan of mid-century design, which Phoenix is brimming with. A historic home here in the valley generally means something that was built in the 50s. Our house, 1999. Can you believe it? I've got shoes older than that. So together we visited a house built in 1957 that has been completely and lovingly restored to its original glory. Decor, furniture, accessories, just fantastic. I've put a whole load of pictures for you on Instagram at Sam Walker Radio and on facebook.com slash see you in the desert. Do go and have a look. The glorious Rochelle who lives in the house made us so, so welcome, even giving us champagne. Hello. And I cannot recommend visiting her place enough if you're ever here in the valley. It was terrific. On New Year's Day, as is our Arizona family tradition now, we climbed, of course, a mountain, my local one, Shadow Mountain, and looked down over the valley. Bit chilly, like I said, not always hot. And then when our friend Dave came over after lunch, well, I climbed it again (laughs) so he could have a good look at the view as well. Why not? The next day, I took Dave up north, which in these parts means Jerome and Sedona, two places which I know I've shared with you before. Do have a listen back if you need a reminder. We gawped at the views. They still take my breath away and hike through the snow. Yeah, loads of that around here in Arizona once you're out of Phoenix's microclimate. And in a moment of New Year's madness, I did something I haven't done since I think I was just out of university, so a long time ago. And I blame not only my friend Dave, who was very keen, but I blame Sedona for doing this. Now, Sedona is a town famous for its stunning red rocks, and it's been a place where travellers have gone to find themselves in the desert for many, many years. 
The town sits at the mouth of Oak Creek Canyon, which is a phenomenal place to hike around. And it's apparently home to a number of vortexes, mysterious areas of concentrated energy. And for centuries, it's been a place where people have gone to seek enlightenment. It's believed that vortex energy encourages healing. It's an aid to meditation and encourages feeling of well-being. That being said, you can't walk for more than a couple of feet without stumbling across tarot readers, spiritual healers, aura cleansers, crystal diviners. You name it, Sedona has it. So, (laughs) when in Rome... I must say I sat down with a fair dollop of cynicism in front of a lovely woman called Jess, who then told me she was going to connect with my spirit guides. After a few moments of silence, she asked me, Are you a singer? Oh no, I replied. Oh, she said, because all the images I'm getting from them are of you in front of a microphone. Huh. Now, I won't say that everything she shared completely hit home, but it was a fun way to spend 20 minutes. And as I said... Sedona kind of does that to you. Back home in the desert, my friend and I then visited Taliesin West, the incredible desert home of the renowned architect Frank Lloyd Wright. Now a UNESCO World Heritage Site, the house and surrounding buildings is where Frank and his wife and their apprentices lived and worked from 1937 until his death in 1959. In a way, Frank Lloyd Wright was one of the very first snowbirds, those thousands of people who every year leave their homes in the freezing Midwest of the United States to fly south to enjoy the mild Phoenix winters. Mr Wright had a number of health conditions that were exacerbated by the freezing climate in Wisconsin in those winter months. And he arrived in Phoenix, fell in love with the desert and purchased 495 acres of land at the foot of the McDowell Mountains at just $3.50 an acre, worked out about 1500 quid. Bear in mind that a single acre of land in North Scottsdale can now fetch a million dollars. He got quite the deal there, right? Frank Lloyd Wright was passionate about connecting the buildings that he designed and constructed to the desert landscapes that surround them and knowing absolutely nothing about architecture. I don't even have the right vocabulary to describe just how utterly phenomenal Taliesin West is. But sitting in the garden room, as it's known, where you're inside but feel utterly connected to the mountains and the desert outside... And side note, a room where the Wrights entertain people like Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth Taylor and Jimi Hendrix. Well, what an experience. You know, it's funny. Seeing something through someone else's eyes really can make all the difference. I've been honest about feeling quite isolated for the last few months, fed up about not being able to have visitors, not being able to go anywhere and sometimes you can get preoccupied with what you can't have and forget to look up and see what you do have. But that one visitor to our new home made such a huge difference. Just seeing what you've started to take for granted with a fresh perspective, well, it's been glorious just the reset we needed. So happy new year and I'll see you in the desert. (laughs) 